Okay, here we go on this Friday morning on DWS 736. And uh, Steve Beckett with us this morning. Steve, how are you, sir? I'm okay. How are you? How was your Thanksgiving? Actually, it was pretty good. How was... Non-traditional. <laughs> it was a non-traditional Thanksgiving. So, no, uh, so we, we, went to, uh, we went to Crystal Lake Park, okay. Barbara, my wife and I, uh, along with uh, uh, Kasich family and Damskys, and did an unofficial turkey trot. I don't know how, how much of it was trot. <laughs> you know, and uh, but people, if people haven't been out there, my gosh, the park is changing so, so much. They've done such uh, work. I think uh, when springtime comes, it's really, really going to be beautiful. And we sort of had to walk gingerly around the park because there are lots of places where you normally would walk where it was muddy. But we did it. We did it to keep up. And there was a fellow who was there who had come for, I want to say, 32 or 36 consecutive years. And so he and his wife, he was not going to miss it. So, you know, we just tried to make Thanksgiving something similar. But but then at home, it was just Barbara and I, and we had food for 10, and there were two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine a lot of people were like that. They're not used to cooking small for Thanksgiving, and here we go, and a lot of leftovers. I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to cook a small turkey. I mean, the, yeah. you know, even a small turkey is a turkey and you know, it's it's going to have that kind of food and uh, uh real mashed potatoes for two, that's that's hard to do and <laughs> green bean casserole yeah. and stuffing and you know, I mean, uh, pumpkin pie and cranberry stuff. I mean, it's just I'm just I'm 72 years old, and, and this is what I've had every year my yeah. entire life, whether it was grandma and grandpa or my folks or now our family. How do you, how do you stop? And I'm not, we're yeah. not going to. <laughs> Just not stop. Nope, Just not press going forward. to. Uh, plenty of Illini action over the weekend. This too. has been um, incredibly good for the psyche, I guess I would yeah, say. it really has been. It, uh, having uh, three consecutive basketball games – is really, really, really nice. And then to have a football game added onto it would be, uh, and a win would be just terrific. And of course, it seems like uh, Ohio State is the one team that we uh, we sometimes have their number. So I'm uh, optimistic. We sure looked good last week. So we'll see. Well, let's hope so. And let's hope we uh, get that game in tomorrow. There have been all kinds of rumors flying around, and we don't know what's yeah, going to happen here. I, I saw that uh, this morning that. Um, Ohio State apparently keeps its information close to the vest. Yeah. So. so we're not sure exactly what's going to happen here. We should know more later today. But uh, that's kind of the deal. That's where we are right now. We've got all these things going on. We've got all these basketball games. We sneaked a women's game into this, too. So it's just been a pretty wild few days around here. Yep, it has. It has. And like I say, Given what we've been living with uh, for us Illini fans, it, it's been a real positive. <laughs> it really has been. How are uh, you doing with the Lincoln Library over there? Tell us a little bit about what's going on. Well, um, we have uh, been very, very active in the last month or so doing a process to select a new executive director. Our former executive director left under not the best uh, circumstances, um, kind of playing fast and loose with some items in our uh, collection. And so um, 
the governor tasked us uh, to do the job of selecting an executive director. He, the governor, actually is the the power that appoints the executive sure. director, but but he uh, had us do the search as opposed to his term. And so it's been a national search. It was done by Zoom. That's very. <laughs> that must be. That's wild. very painful. Very painful. You know, eight hours on Zoom, two consecutive days. Uh, we've got a couple more sessions coming up as we've narrowed the the pool. Um, it, it, it will really be interesting. And then, of course, I was on with Brian last uh, week to talk yeah. about the Gettysburg Address, and we have a, uh, a, a an original Gettysburg Address signed by Abraham Lincoln that we were going to have out for the public sure. to see, but then the when gov- the museums close, that kind of makes that difficult, doesn't right. it? The governor, the governor, um, just like every other entity, uh, shut us down, and so we had to return to a virtual uh, experience, <laughs> but. It seems like uh, life is becoming more and more virtual, isn't it? Well, it does seem that way, but with the, uh, I mean, we have three vaccines out, it looks like. So it looks like maybe by the end of April or so, we'll at least start to see the beginning of the end of this virus. The so-called light at the end of the tunnel? (laughs) Well, they're they're holding it up, and we're sticking to it. So it uh, uh, seemed kind of difficult for uh, President Trump to swallow that, that all these vaccines came up right after Election Day. But I wondered myself whether or not the companies uh, did not want to be involved in election politics. And perhaps they, they, at least one of them, could have announced like the weekend before the election. But we saw what happened with James Comey in the 2016 election by releasing information immediately before the election right. and then immediately after the election, saying, oh, I'm sorry. It looks like I spoke too soon. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I'm, I'm sort of hoping that the, the scientists felt that they didn't want to play election politics, and so they, they stayed out of it. And certainly um, this post-election period has been uh, difficult uh, for the country um, because – um, what divides us continues to divide us, and the, the divider-in-chief is making sure that we remain divided. President Trump seems like he's going to try and stay in power at some time. I mean, I know he's trying to stay in office, but we know that's kind of silly, and that's going to end here at some point, but he seems to really have a hold over the Republican Party. Well, um, I'll just say that in my life, the the thing that I've learned uh, in the practice of law and in life in general is follow the money. And I truly believe that he sees uh, a future, perhaps in broadcasting, uh, perhaps in some other ways. Um, I know that the fundraising that he has done post-election, some of it has gone to legal fees, but the fine print indicates that 60% of the money can be used by him however he wants. So he's no dummy. Um, he's a he's a businessman, and he knows uh, how and where the money is. And um, I, I think there's a flavor of follow the money and what he's doing. Interesting. What do you think about Joe Biden and some of the choices he's made so far? Well, they seem to be people with uh, a kind of expertise as opposed to the prior administration. 
Uh, I know there's a segment of your listeners who don't particularly care for that. It's funny, as as I've reflected on the election, I don't know if you've thought about this. You know, so many of us uh, were raised in a family that was one party or the other, mm-hmm. and it was impossible for us to imagine ever voting for a president of the other yeah. party. I think there's a lot of that there. And so, so much of the voting, and I, and I still see it in the media and, and in the social networks, is not necessarily in favor of one candidate or the other, but being opposed to the other candidate and finding ways to be critical of the other candidate. And certainly, lifelong Republicans uh, have things that they can say about Biden because of his age or the, his manner of speaking. Mm-hmm. And certainly now, the, the people that he is selecting for his cap, his cabinet, and the people who who tend to be uh, democratic will find the positives in the people that yeah. he's selecting for his uh, cabinet. You know, you, somebody like Janet Yellen. So here's Janet Yellen, who had a, a significant role in government with Federal Reserve before, and pretty much she was fired or not appointed, reappointed by President Trump, and here she comes back again. And she certainly has financial expertise. And so uh, I suppose no matter which direction you come from, you could either criticize the appointment or you could laud the appointment. (laughs) No doubt about that. All right, sir. Well, good to talk to you this morning. Always good to talk to you, and I guess we'll sort of see what Christmas is like, won't we? I I guess we will, Steve. (laughs) It's just been kind of nuts here the last few weeks, hasn't it? All right. Go Illini. Thank you much. All right, we got more coming up on DWS.